a woman tries to exonerate her brother, who was convicted of murder, by proving that the crime was committed by a supernatural phenomenon. Why, hello. I didn't see you there. You interrupted me working. Let me put these bloody tools away. Welcome to Law and Horror. I'm your host, Jeanette. In a horror movie, my strategy would be hiding until I'm forgotten. And I'm your other host, Julie. In a horror movie, I would die investigating the strange sound. Okay. Fucking metronome. (laughs) Fuck off, metronome. Hate you. I know mine used to do that. I'm not sure why it stopped what setting I did to make it not appear again. A skirt. Yeah, I... You skirt it. You skirt it. (laughs) I... Every time, um, it remembers my settings if I just, like, soft-close garage band, but if I, like, hard-close garage band and take it out of my little docks at the bottom, uh-huh. it comes back. Oh, it comes back. It comes back. <laughs> it comes back. Even when I double-tap it, <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> That's amazing. I like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I want to fill you in real quick. After our last episode recording where we did the scary stories... I had I had some nightmares. I'm embarrassed to admit. You you got the spooks. spooks. I got the spooks spooks. <laughs> they, <laughs> I can't remember them exactly, but I know that they were vivid, which which isn't uncommon. But a lot of them had to do with like mouths opening and closing where they shouldn't be, and and stuff like that. Which ew, yeah, that, that sounds awful. I, I don't like that at all. I have this one where it was like somebody had like this weird like metal attachment to their head and like that would open and close like a mouth and uh so thank you for that <laughs> i'm just but that's excuse how you know me you while i open up job. another tab and i add to my list of things that are distressing <laughs> mouths where there shouldn't be mouths <laughs> um yeah what about you how's your week been I don't know, dude. Like, I don't even know what happened this week. I feel like I was in a fugue state all week. I don't know what I accomplished, which, I mean, well, I do know. I accomplished nothing, but I don't know what I did with my time. Mm -hmm. I downloaded this game to my Nintendo Switch called Graveyard Keeper, and it's like Animal Crossing, except super macabre and morbid. (laughs) Like, you wake up in a strange land, and they're like, oh, by the way, you're the Graveyard Keeper, and your best friend is a disembodied skull named Jerry who just wants alcohol. And he like he's like, I'll reward you if you bring me beer. <laughs> that is amazing. I actually looked it up last night because you told me about it. Um, I went onto Steam, and I was trying to download it or, or look into it, and I tried to click on it, and they were like, Graveyard Keeper has been removed from your search due to your request not to view mature content. And I was like... What? <laughs> what the fuck? Did Aaron put child safety locks on your Steam account? I don't think so. I don't know if it's something you had to opt into. Anyways, it's fixed now and I can see it and I'm definitely debating about also buying it so I can play along with you. 
uh, just be emotionally prepared to lose like four hours. Like just be prepared to like sit down and play this game and then look up and it's dark outside. Yes. <laughs> That's what I need right now. <laughs> it's also a really good game. You can put on something on the TV. See, that's what I while want. While you play it. That's what I want. Because yeah. I've been playing, I love my, uh, like, PS4 Lego games because they're so brainless. And I've been playing all this past week and I watched all the Lethal Weapon movies on Netflix. And- Ew. I don't know why you would do that to yourself. You didn't deserve that. I love what circle of hell do you think that is? I love the the Lethal Weapon movies. My current rating is I don't like any movie one, about, four, like, male action heroes. Three, two. That's the order I like them in. No. One, four, two, sorry, three. Sorry. <laughs> I just completely talked over you while you were saying Oh, that. I was but just tell ignoring me your you. order again. <laughs> <laughs> I was just powering through. <laughs> Anywho, but yeah. Okay, so sorry. So Graveyard Keeper. Going well. Enjoying it. Nintendo Switch. That's it. That's, That's it. the whole story. That's all we know. <laughs> <laughs> it stole my week and my life. <laughs> maybe that's a side effect to the game <laughs> yeah maybe it's like that polyvius yes polyvius yes Ooh, <laughs> i like it good callback um and then before we dive in i just want to give a real quick shout out to my friend jenny because she has been so amazing and supportive in in giving us feedback and listening to our podcast and i just want to say how much i love you Mwah! thank you thank you I apologize in advance for the background of my audio. Apparently there's like an air show going on outside my window and animals are running wild and, you know, that's that's what's happening here in Colorado. So I mean, that's a side effect of the air show is I'm sure the dog is barking at the airplanes. <laughs> it's got Fight got me, me, plane. <laughs> okay, so what movie are we doing? We're doing Oculus. This was Nettie's selection. It came out in 2013. The writers are Mike Flanagan and Jeff Howard. It's directed by Mike Flanagan, starring Karen Gillian, Brendan Thwaites, and Katie Sackhoff. Um, So those are some big female sci-fi stars between Gillian and Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Who. And Katie Sackhoff um, was a big deal in Battlestar Galactica. Yes, which Aaron was the one who was like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) And he actually... Yeah, she was a badass in that show. I haven't seen it. So. Oh, it's good. It's a good bingeable show. Now might be a good time to, to binge it. Binge it? Okay, cool. I like it. Um, and then, so if you're already familiar with the film, go ahead and jump forward about one minute. I did a really short synopsis, and I'm going to go kind of quickly. So, um, Julie, you can tune out as well. <laughs> I'll allow it. I appreciate your permission. <laughs> Kaylee acquires the large mirror that used to hang in her father's study and brings it back to her childhood home with plans to destroy it. As kids, she and her brother Tim were traumatized by the death of their parents, and she believes that it was the mirror that did it. Tim believes there is a reasonable explanation now after spending 11 years in a psych hospital. Tim, who's recently released, reunites with Kaylee. She has set up an organized plan to to prove that the mirror possesses supernatural powers that drove her parents to madness. The mirror can control what people see and can play tricks on you. It also drains the life force off of living things around it, and it can manipulate your senses. Since any attempt to directly attack the mirror have failed, Kaylee has rigged a mechanical anchor with weights on the ceiling that is now connected to a timer. If it isn't reset manually, it will swing down and shatter the mirror directly in its path. In the house, both Tim and Kaylee are plagued with visions of the past. The film starts to increasingly interweave current events involving the siblings with the events that happened to them as children living in the house. 
Finally, both past and present events meld into that very night when their parents died. In a hallucination, past Kaylee sees her mother in the mirror and tries to hug her. In present day, Tim is in the study and purposely drops the anchor, with Kaylee in between it and the mirror. Kaylee is killed. The film ends as officers arrive and take Tim away, mirroring the exact same events that occurred the night their parents died. Okay, um, I think my score might surprise you based on um, when we first watched this movie back in law school. So I want you to start with your score. Ooh, okay. All right. I apologize for that sound as well. That is Aaron taking out the trash. <laughs> God damn it. Tell Aaron he's fired again. Damn it, Aaron! Until I need him to fix the audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got to fix it. So have fun. He'll be rehired when it's time to fix the yeah. audio. Um, okay, so I gave this film a 4.5 out of 5. I also gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Yes! Oh, so good, so good, so good. It just, it, it is so good. It's, it's, it's so good. I have no more it's words so besides it's so good. You know, and I think you might recall the first time we watched this movie, I was not that into it. Like, I probably would have given it a 3 out of 5 out of my, like, when we first watched it. Mm-hmm. And that's because I... I'm not a huge fan of the flashbacks in this movie. Mm. Like, I just, I feel like you can say, uh, dad killed mom and the mirror made them both crazy. And that tells me all I need to know about what happened in the past. Yeah. And I don't feel like the past story is that interesting mm-hmm. compared to how interesting the modern day story is. Mm-hmm. But all of that being said, the movie is so well edited and the yes. acting of those children in the flashbacks is so phenomenal. Yes. Those child actors are amazing. Oh my gosh. Completely. That I just like, it, that's my personal preference. That's not actually a quality of the film, and the quality of the film is four out of five. Yeah, or four point five out of five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> red apples. <laughs> red apples. Oh, right, right. Out of red apples. Yes. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> to say that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and if you you've seen the movie, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, but but I, I I completely agree with you that normally flashbacks kind of take away a little bit. It's like you're trying to tell two different stories. Typically, I won't be super invested in past events, especially when I already know what happens, you know? Um, Like, oh, no, the kids are, um, their parents are going to die. It's like, well, I know that because that's how the movie started with them talking about the death of their parents. It's not going to surprise me or alarm me. But the way they splice it together is so well done and just really sold by by a fantastic cast. Yeah. The only thing I'm not in love with as far as the editing is concerned is I feel like near the end, that final scene, I started to get confused because they would splice in like them as children Mm -hmm. running through the house and them as adults running through the house. And I'm like, wait, are we in present day and they're imagining themselves as children or am I seeing past events? Like, I'm confused about what's happening right now. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. There was a point, like, when they're outside and they're debating about whether or not they are actually inside the house or need to go back inside the house, and it suddenly splices to them as kids coming back inside, and then it mm. splices later to them being older and now they're in the house, and I was like, wait, so you chose to come back in? Like, that was not made clear, and... I have a quick question for you, actually. Yes. Would you, okay, let's say that you're rich, because I understand this mirror was $10,000. Oh, God, right. But, like, let's say that you and Aaron uh, win the lottery, and you've decided that you're going to be a fancy antique person. Yes, yes, we are. Because you, you actually would be a fancy antique person. <laughs> I could I could totally see you being that person if you were rich. <laughs> so, like, let's say you guys are at an auction, and that mirror pops up. Would you buy that mirror? I think so. 
I would too. <laughs> I think it's so beautiful. <laughs> it really is. And and there is something about like obviously if I didn't know the history, because I do I do have a thing about like I I I wouldn't want to get anything that was haunted. I know that would probably you'd probably throw in another five thousand dollars into your bid for oh, that. Oh yeah, that fact. must be a selling point for me. <laughs> yeah. But but I totally get like big pieces like that just all of a sudden. I mean, even little pieces, like when I'm shopping and it's like, I look at this cute purse or something. It's like, I have to have you. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So on that, I also have a good uh, opening question for you. Cause that's sort of where we start off in the movie is with Kaylee and she has put all of this stuff into play in order to acquire the mirror or, or come close to acquiring it. Um, if you were Kaylee and so you believe this mirror did kill your parents, would you feel a responsibility to destroy the mirror? Yeah, and I I could actually see myself getting that because I'm I'm a very decisive person almost to a fault. Um and this is going someplace. This isn't just me talking about yeah, myself. No. <laughs> uh I have I have that this problem where sometimes I make a decision and then I just get very stuck on that decision and I drive myself towards this one thing possibly in a point where it's like I should have changed my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I could totally see myself making a decision like I need to destroy this mirror and then crafting my life choices around that one goal, which is exactly what Kaylee did. Mm-hmm. She went into this antique position where she works for, um, what do you call it? A collecting company? Like an auction house. She works for an auction house. An auction house. Yeah. It's clear that she went into that profession in order to someday obtain the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, there's no way that's a coincidence. Exactly. And I could I could honestly see myself making all those same choices as her. Damn, nice. Nice. Um, I don't think I would track down the mirror. Even if you really believe that it was responsible? Uh-huh. I think Fair I'm enough. just going to pass the cursed button on to somebody else. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, well, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think she was actually just judging from Kaylee's actions. Uh, she might've told herself like I'm saving other people, but I think really Kaylee wanted revenge. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. I, I, I just, Oh, she's got such a good, she's got a, such a good character to her for how she, like when she sees the mirror in the beginning and she touches the crack and she's like, I hope that hurts. And just, oh my god! And she asked it if it's hungry. Yes. The idea of an inanimate object being hungry is so upsetting to oh me. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and it's like we're not we're not playing with trying to convince the audience. Like we are there. This thing is a living presence or or some type of supernatural presence that has needs, and she knows it, and it's still able to toy with her a little bit. And whew. you know what this movie does that is so effective hmm. is it gives you the stakes. Right up front. Yes. Right at the very beginning. There's no like, oh, we're in a haunted house. Is it haunted? Oh, no, there's a creepy ghost. Oh, no. And then when when you have those kind of haunted houses, you don't know what that ghost might do to you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even if it's creepy, there's no moment of like, this is what's going to happen. Whereas in this movie, 
Kaylee stands there and she like lists off these people. She's like, this is the owner that died of dehydration in the bathtub. This woman pulled out all of her teeth with a pair of pliers. Mm -hmm. She lets you know right up front, this is what this mirror is capable of and this is what it can do. And you are in danger. Yes. And the fact that she starts off with this experiment of the way she's going to prove it. It's it's so brilliant. I don't really find a huge flaw in her in her attempt to document and all the no. fail safes that she has going. And then that even that isn't enough. You know, you can't you can't logic and science your way out of this, which is extra scary for me. Yeah, because she she did everything right. Yes. As far as documenting it, as far as having fail safes and ways to protect themselves. And I, I just want, it's just this, wow, that was articulate. Did you get all that? <laughs> I'm just listening to the fucking airplane in the background again. So, <laughs> <laughs> You know, just compared to the other haunting movies that we've already watched, Amityville and The Shining, I feel like in those movies, there's this element of like, yes, this is creepy, but what is this ghost going to actually do to me? Mm-hmm. Once they catch me or something or. Yeah. Or, or even with the forest and the Yuri, mm. you know, I just. As opposed to this mirror, I know what this mirror is going to do and I don't want it. My Uber's here. I'm leaving. Yes, exactly. And it would have been different if the film, it would have been obviously a very different movie, but let's say the movie was just about the young kids and sort of that. I mean, I I probably would. I probably would have given it a three out of five or something just because like, oh no, spooky mirror and everyone's got to figure it out. I might have even given it. Oh, sorry. I'll let you Oh no, you were going to say a two out of five. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say I probably would have given it a two hour f- out of five because I'm just so bored with the um, horror trope of a family of four or five moving mm. into a haunted house. Good point. Good point. So yes, I would I would also probably do that. And but then now exactly like you said, once we've removed the oh no, what is it? It's like I'm gonna fucking tell you, and it's not gonna matter because there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. It's just so, the beginning of this movie is absolutely flawless. Yeah. So, was there anything you could think of off the top of your head that you would have immediately changed in Kaylee's experiment? Like, because we have such an inability to tell what's real and what's being projected by the mirror, is there something more that you feel should have been done, could have been done? I mean, looking at the whole situation from the outside, they should have just set up that anchor. Mm Mm-hmm. And left. Yes. Because obviously you can't walk up to the mirror and hit it with a baseball bat and destroy it. Like, we, they were, the mirror, they established right off the bat that the mirror will protect itself uh-huh. from human entities like that. Uh-huh. But if they had set up that anchor thing and just left, what could the mirror have possibly done? So, I mean, that's, but that's looking at it from the outside. And the whole point of Kaylee's experiment was that she wanted to exonerate her father. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. Because in my head, I was thinking, you're right. She didn't need to convince anybody. She fully believed this. But you're right. She's trying to, I forgot, honestly, that she still loved her father. Because anytime I see him, I'm like, you're such a bad guy. And, (laughs) and, and she knew always that it wasn't really him that did all those really horrible things and yeah so i mean that was definitely her she had her goal was twofold she wanted to destroy the mirror yes but she also wanted to exonerate her father so i don't know what i would have changed in her experiment as far as exonerating him is concerned i don't know what else they could have done to protect themselves in this movie yeah yeah me neither you're exactly right i mean to 
to quarterback it later, I guess I just, and maybe they didn't necessarily experience it full on when they were children the way they did as adults now, but part of me was like, as soon as you their whole argument where they move the cameras to face one another and they thought they oh, were arguing God. in the other room. Like, that's your clue. You have no control over what you're seeing or or feeling. Get the fuck out. That's the moment when I would have opted out. Um, not in the sense of, like, hurting myself, but in the in the sense of being like, we need to just set up this anchor and leave. Because I, I, I think I could see myself being like, I want to document this and prove mm-hmm. that this is happening. But once they saw themselves moving the, the um, cameras, anybody watching this tape is going to just think that they did that. Like, they're not going to believe them when they're like, no, but we didn't do that. Right, right. So anybody – so you're – I think that, that that moment makes it clear that this mirror – you're not going to be able to prove that this mirror is haunted. Mm-hmm. So I, that's the point where it would have been like, we need to give up on this experiment and just destroy the mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of going off of what you said about them not fully experiencing the haunting when they were kids – it's very clear that they completely underestimated this mirror. That's a really good point. Or I'm saying they, but really Kaylee. Kaylee, yeah. Since Tim didn't want to be a part of oh, it. Oh, I do. I do feel a little bad for Tim because um, when he comes out of the psych hospital, he he has all these logical explanations for things, which could have been its own type of movie where, you know, which is it? Is it the logical side or is it the supernatural side? But no, we are telling you, like you said, completely upfront that this is fucking haunted. Um, and yeah, poor Tim kind of like 11 years of therapy out the window. (laughs) He did make me mad at the beginning though, when he kept being like, oh, look, the plants are still alive. Oh, the dog is fine. I'm like, bro, it's been an hour. (laughs) She's not saying. Give the mirror a chance. (laughs) Yeah. And earlier when he's walking around the house, he like sees a bloody chain on the wall and then is like, huh, what? And it's just like, dude, you were seeing shit too. You just, you're just being sneaky about it. Yeah, well, he just was gaslighting himself. Yes, yes, <laughs> gaslighting himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, they do a really good job, honestly, as we, as I was watching the film. They, all of them, all of them, all the characters at one point or another, they follow our previous laws of horror, you know? Like, they, they do a really good job. They stay together. There's a line or something where they say, like, okay, we need to stay together, Um they clearly understand they can't trust their eyes, but they still somewhat do and somewhat don't, and that backfires. Um, they always pick up a weapon, and that's brilliant. Uh, Kaylee, I believe, at one point barricades the door, you know, mm. and and nothing. And it's not enough. It's not enough. Because sometimes final girls are just lucky. And in this case, she was not. She was. A, she would have been a pretty badass final girl. Oh, absolutely. She did everything right. The dad's descent into madness was um very shining. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Sorry. Just to interject totally off topic, but I just finished The Shining. I saw that. Oh. I saw that on Goodreads. I liked it this morning, and that's one of the reasons why I brought it up. Julie, <laughs> it was perfection. It, Isn't it so good? It was so, so, so good. So, yes, watching this where you kind of have the de- – it did such a better job in my mind compared to The Shining of showing that um, that slow burn into into madness. Mm, yep, absolutely. 
Uh, you're, and you're talking about the Shining movie, not the Shining book, right? Correct. When you say it did a better yes, job. Yes, sorry, yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Whew. Dad was creepy. Uh, do you think that that um, Kaylee actually killed her fiancé? I could not remember, and I thought it was no, but I guess the yeah. ending of the movie says yes. I know. when After she stabbed him and then he called her, I'm like, oh, okay. So the mirror made her think that she stabbed him. Yeah. And then, and then um, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was such a sad moment because, like, cause she feels like she's getting – she's beating the mirror. She's like, haha, this isn't real. I can use my phone. It's like, no, you can't trust anything. And and she finds the what she thought were broken plates turns out to be a piece of broken pottery and fucking creepy-ass Michael – I mean, I guess the mirror could have been distorting her senses, but sneaks up behind her and she whips around and fucking stabs him in the throat like a Juno from The Descent. Oh, good comparison. It just came to me as I was describing it. Like, oh. But, like, I'm not surprised that he was there. In that last phone call, she was not convincing. Like, when he was asking her if she was fine, she was deadpanning, mm-hmm. and she sounded upset. I'm like, of course he showed up. I'm like, that's exactly how you would sound if your crazy brother was holding a gun to your head and telling you to, like, get him off the phone. Right. And she is, I mean, I almost, I kind of forgot a little bit that he was her fiance, because um, she's very cold to him, just in general. I mean, she's printing out photos of dead bodies and crime scenes at their place of business at their work she's being extremely elusive and i don't know it just seemed like i felt really bad for him but he had very good taste in engagement rings her ring was lovely thank you for bringing that up i'm like well i sound like i'm like i just want to be engaged if i say that was a beautiful engagement (laughs) ring (laughs) no i'll just wait for Jeanette to say it and then we can pawn it off on her (laughs) no it was it was gorgeous and okay just on another note too friggin Kaylee's hairstyle if there's ever anyone that I just literally want to steal her hair it's it's this character and it, obviously it's Karen Gilliam yeah. but but the way it's styled and everything in this I was just like must have want hair <laughs> that's funny that you would bring that up because I feel like her bangs are very bizarre in this movie but I loved them I don't know maybe they were like Disney princessy and that they were like I don't know. I just, I love them. I want them. They were them. in a weird shape and they stayed perfectly in that weird shape. Exactly. I don't know how that was happening. I don't know. They were I, defying gravity. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real mystery of the movie, Julie. <laughs> Before we move on from our engagement ring, I feel like this just gave me a flashback to somebody in my office is about to get engaged. It's a it's a dude. And so he had the ring in the office and was showing people. And my friend Aliche made some joke. She's like, I smell an engagement ring. No. <laughs> I just... <laughs> And I feel like that's you too. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, I I can't help it. I definitely look for it. And then when I saw it, I was just like, "Oh, mama, that's a that's a good one." <laughs> Maybe that's how you get that big bling bling. Is you just got to be super cool <laughs> to your fiance <laughs> and have super gorgeous gravity defying hair. <laughs> Yep. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then we've kind of talked a little bit about how they blend the past and present events that typically, like you said, flashbacks, eh, they don't really, they don't really do much to me. It's It's a way in my mind for them to sort of, I don't know if I'm using the terminology right, but like retcon their own story. 
maybe um um explain explain that a like little bit. that they're like oh my gosh this sequence is so important like let's pretend it's it's kaylee telling tim um you know uh, don't worry, I'll never leave you. And then they're going to flash back to when they're kids. And this is when she said it to him for the first time when they were really scared. And she tells little Tim, don't worry, I'll never leave you. And it's like, well, you just made the significance of that scene through your own flashback. As opposed oh, to... Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I'm not even sure what I'm saying. But, but I liked the way in this movie there were scenes where adult... Tim is like walking by the camera and then young Kaylee is coming down the stairs. Like it was really seamless. And, and like you said, uh, great editing. Yeah, the, it was definitely beautifully edited, but I don't feel like the story would have suffered if we just hadn't had the flashbacks. Mm, mm. That's a good point. I don't know. I'd have to think about that one. Cause I, I do. I loved the child actors and I liked the editing. Oh, yeah. So I'd, I'd have to think about it without it. I'd probably lose. Yeah, I thought about it a lot because that was it's definitely my least favorite part of the film. Because mm-hmm. the flashbacks, my interest would be at like a 10, mm-hmm. and then the flashbacks would start, and then my interest would drop to like a four. Mm. Yeah. So I'm like, if we had just been told this is what happened to my family, especially since Kaylee does that when she's going through all the mirrors previous owners. Yeah, I got it. Like yeah, if she, if we had just been told that and maybe had just maybe a couple of flashbacks if they felt like there was something that we need to personally see, mm-hmm. I just don't think that the modern story, which was significantly more interesting and more unique, mm-hmm. I don't think it would have suffered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we have the final night where everything sort of culminates both past and present. So we've got, and I think it might make sense just to talk about all three of them somewhat together because i they they happen so close together we have the death of the mother and the death of the father when they're children and then we have the death of kaylee kaylee's death was definitely the most upsetting oh god it is i thought she died a little faster than she did um and she did oh yeah because she did i i remembered her getting it in the head she gets it in the throat she gets it in the throat oh of all the places yeah, let's all agree that the throats are the worst. I feel like we've had a lot of throat injuries. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that's a that's a very slow way to die. <laughs> yeah. Unless you hit unless you hit some of those big arteries. Right, where it's super fast, <laughs> but this was this was like this was this was rough. This was rough. I I do a lot of work involving um, strangulation. Mm-hmm. We'll just let the listeners just dissect that for themselves. <laughs> um, so I've done a lot of studying of the anatomy of the throat. And the throat is actually built to withstand a lot of force. Wow. And a lot of um, damage. Uh-huh. So when, you're, when your throat gets really maimed, you know, it's kind of like you can get strangled and die like three days later. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Because of damage to your throat. So like... Yeah, uh, for people who think that you can just slit somebody's throat and it's just, then it's just, and they just die. They just fall over dead, like in the movies. It's not how it works. Yeah, no. Or people who think that you can choke somebody in a movie and they'll die (laughs) in 30 seconds. That's not how that works. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And poor little child Kaylee getting strangled by both parents. Like, (laughs) that poor little kid. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Both parents were going for the strangulation in this one. (laughs) So yeah, so the mom... I forgot about how 
much of a deterioration she went through. Like, yeah. with her teeth and <laughs> things. <laughs> That's a recurring theme with the mirrors. The mirror doesn't want people to have teeth. No, apparently not. The better to eat you with, my dear. Like, yeah, I, I did kind of like when that's when when she when the mother at her worst and Kaylee's kind of coming into her bedroom to like check on her. I, I would kind of like look a little off center from the TV and be like, I'm not focusing. I'm not focusing. <laughs> it was it was yeah. really creepy and then oh uh, yeah so but but when the mom dies so she's she's strangling kaylee and then the father shoots her oh my gosh there's another rule he does he fucking double taps yep Whew, yeah it was it was so believable everything about it was so believable um but right before presumably kaylee's about to lose consciousness the the mother snaps out of it a little bit yeah. And I thought that was a little beautiful that there's there. I, 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 well, at the end, both parents tried to save their children. Right. Like the mom snapped out of it and realized that she was strangling her daughter and was able to stop herself. And the dad killed the mom, not in a fit of rage, but because he was trying to save Kaylee, right. I believe. I, I, I would agree with that. And then the dad even when he then starts to choke Kaylee a little bit, he snaps out of it as well, like right before. And so the thing that I took away from this was that, and you know, I, I kind of love some, some tragic, a tragic poetry to this is that there's only so much power and evil in the world and it still can't come between the love of a parent and their child. Well, did you notice that there were no other families yes, in the did. recitation of the mirror's history? Yes. And that's exactly why I thought that, is it's never had to face turning a parent on its children before. Yeah. Ugh. I wonder why, because the children's sanity did not deteriorate. Mm -hmm. I wonder why that is. Yeah. They were able to turn that, well, I mean, Tim had 11 years of therapy, but, but... No, 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 oh. no. I mean, when they were. Oh, children. oh, oh, you mean by the power of the mirror? Sorry, yes. sorry. I thought you just meant like in general. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> No, I mean, like when we have the flashbacks with the like the parents are going insane and they're losing their shit and the kids are fine. Mm. The kids seem perfectly logical. That's a really good point because it, it does. It's not that they can't be a lower life force because it goes after the dogs. Yeah. You know? So I wonder why it left the children alone. Hmm. maybe it can't hurt children and, and that's the thing too is we never really understood how which is which is okay i know i loved i i would prefer to know everything but we don't <laughs> know how the lasser glass came to be made we just know when its bloody history starts being documented we don't have like an origin story for it I mean, I'm guessing that woman that we keep seeing, do we know who she is from Kaylee's list of people that um, own the mirror? I don't think we do. You mean the one that where the dad writes Marisol a bunch of times? Is yeah. is that presumably her? Let me check. I I pulled up a fandom that what? had a list of all the victims of the Lasser Glass, and I'm wondering if she was the last one. Yeah, Marisol Chavez dies from hemorrhaging from a miscarriage in her bedroom where the mirror was hanging. She had pulled out her teeth with a pair of pliers and put them in a plastic bag. So that's the name, but you're right. I'm not oh. sure if if every, like, there is the, there's the sexy woman, sort of, and then there's, like, 
the very scary ghosty apparition woman and i'm not sure if they're meant to be the same oh, i thought that was the same woman <laughs> oh well, it could be okay it could be. i guess that just killed my theory my theory was that there's a woman in the mirror and she's like the like the mirror let's go with it like, she's i like, like it the entity in the mirror no let's do it i like it <laughs> um and 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 there hasn't been an oculus too um i didn't see anything about that coming up but the mirror the mirror is still intact it's still there mm-hmm. it's still there to kill again this movie this movie plays into that a lot like you can't trust what you're experiencing right and this one is so trippy because she she i'm because i'm focusing mostly on kaylee i mean tim is somewhat aware of it but he's kind of just along for the ride um and and she she knows that so like when she's using her phone to see that there is no broken um plates on the ground and she's like ha 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 it's like but you know it can manipulate. So why do you think that's the truth? And that's the hardest thing is obviously I'm not in that situation. I don't know what she's feeling at every moment. But watching it as a I mean, bystander, it was difficult. It's weird that she would see it on her phone and trust her phone. I do. I do see the point of looking at the phone, like just getting a different lens and point of view on it. Mm. And, like, trying to see, because, like, if it had, well, no, I guess, because I guess that the glass, the plate could have been fake and the mirror could have made it look fake on the phone, too. I was going to say, my immediate reaction was, well, that way you know for sure that it's either that there's something going on Mm. if it doesn't show up on there. Because, like, maybe, maybe the mirror is making it look like it's not there when it actually is. Or it really is there and the mirror is hiding it on the phone. Like, you're kind of letting yourself know, like, the mirror is toying with me right now. Yeah. But then again, the mirror could, like, fake it on the phone, too. So, I don't know. I don't know if that made any sense. Yeah. Oh, trippy. But that does make me think of my favorite scene in the movie. Oh, tell me. Which is, so, I mean, my very favorite scene is probably when she's introducing all of these fail-safes that she set up and, like, going through all the previous victims. Like, that's probably my very favorite scene, but a close contender is when she's changing the light bulbs and she bites the apple and then, but she really bit a light bulb, but then she didn't really bite a light bulb. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I totally forgot to make a notation about that scene. And thank you for bringing it up. It is definitely not my favorite scene. <laughs> oh, I just think it's so, so well done. Fuck, it's so good. Okay. So describe it again. Whew. Okay. So she's changing a light bulb, but also eating an apple because their little timer went off to remind them to eat, mm-hmm. which is so smart. But so she changes the light bulb. She sets the light bulb next to her apple, picks it up, is walking away. Her back is turned to us. She bites in the apple. We hear the apple crunch, Mm -hmm. but then we also hear glass break. Yep. And when it zooms around on her, we just see her eyes all wide and trembling. Yep. And then it zooms down and she had bit into a light bulb and she spits about a whole bunch of glass. Mm -hmm. And she has to reach into her mouth and pull out a huge jagged piece of glass. Mm-hmm. Then there is no light bulb and she really did bite an apple. Yep. Whew. So good. Yes. And that one was freaky to me too because it seemed to imply that even if the mirror could mess with your perception, that distortion you would still feel pain from. And that, that freaked yeah. me out. It's like, oh, I'm assuming she felt the pain of as if she really did bite into a light bulb. But. Yeah, absolutely. Her reaction makes that very clear. Whew, yeah. 
what I really like about that as far as the mirror is concerned Mm -hmm. is that the mirror could have actually hurt her. I take from this that the mirror could have gotten her to bite a light bulb instead of the apple. Uh And it just kind of like chose to fuck with her instead. Ooh. I really like that. I, yes. Mm -hmm. I, ooh. Yeah. Whew. So question for you. What do you think happened to Tim at the end as an attorney? Like, poor little Tim. (laughs) Did Tim go back to the psych hospital? He's probably, is he going to, is he going to get charged with, like, premeditated murder? What do you think? I mean, I don't think they're going to be able to charge him with premeditated murder. I think the highest um, penalty he could get Mm -hmm. would be murder two, Mm -hmm. um, which is not premeditated murder. Mm. I don't think that they'd be able to show that he planned to kill her in advance. Gotcha. Which is required for murder one. Gotcha. Um, it's going to depend on, first of all, he's going to have to have a psych eval. They're going to have to have an evaluation to figure out whether he's even competent to stand trial. Mm-hmm. And in most states, that standard is, does he understand the consequences of his actions? Mm-hmm. Does he understand the legal process? And can he assist in his defense? Mm. So that's the standard in most of those cases. And I feel like they're going to find that he is competent to stand trial in those regards. Right. Uh, I have never worked in a state that had the insanity plea. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how the insanity plea works. Yeah. Um. So I can't answer any questions about that. I think it's very likely that he's going to have at least a manslaughter charge. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whew. Poor Tim. Poor yeah, because at the very thing. least, his actions were reckless. Yeah, yeah. But I think that it's very likely, because he flips that switch, mm-hmm. and that thing comes down and hits her, mm-hmm. I think that it's very likely they'll find that that's intentional, and then he'll be charged with a murder, too. Gotcha. Okay, right, right, because they wouldn't believe him for saying, no, she wasn't standing in front of it. It's like, she's right there. Yeah, exactly. Oof, yeah. But again, I don't know how the insanity plea works. No, that's okay. That's okay. You are not expected to. <laughs> not expected to know the answers to all the things. All the things. Um, and then my last question that I have for you, um, it's going to tie into one of my film facts, but what would you have thought about this film? Um, obviously, we're not going to have flashbacks, but if it had been done as a found footage, like all you had was Kaylee's recordings. I think it still would have been a really interesting film. I probably still would have liked it. I don't think I would have liked it more, though, because mm-hmm. I don't know how they would have done it as a found footage um, and made it clear to us that these characters were acting against their will. Yeah. Like, the whole thing where they're moving the cameras, if we were just watching them do that while they argue, mm-hmm. we definitely would have been like, why the fuck are they doing that? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. I, I liked the film the way they, way they did it. Um, yeah, me too. Okay, so I'm going to segue. As much as I love found footage, I don't think I would yes. change this <laughs> My law from the film is don't flip fate the bird. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? That's my law. Shut the That's fuck up! You shut up! <laughs> oh my god. That is amazing. Yes, it only took ten episodes, but we did it. <laughs> We did it. <laughs> That's pretty damn good. Only 10 episodes. <laughs> oh my God. This is our 10th episode. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. What? Oh, damn. I should have looked up like what you get for like 10. <laughs> now I'm ready for some fun film facts. Okay. So 
Um, the title, we just have a quick definition of what Oculus is. It can be a circular over window, a circular opening at the top of a dome, or an eye. And so that's, that's something I think the film plays on a lot of is the eye, um, especially when the mirror shows um, flashes of its past victims or, or ghosts, and they all have mirrored eyes. Oh, that was such a creepy effect. Yeah. Uh, film fact number two. Uh, where did the inspiration for Oculus come from? The film was inspired by Mike Flanagan's own short film from 2006 called Oculus Chapter 3, The Man with the Plan. And the studio originally wanted Oculus to be done in a found footage genre like quarantine and paranormal activity back in 2006, but he refused. And then the film itself was actually filmed within 24 days. So that's, that's pretty dang fast. Yeah. Um, and then the role of Kaylee. So this is Karen Gillian's first American role. The director was a huge fan of hers from Doctor Who. And she did have to wear a wig for some additional scenes that were had, had to be put in later. Um, because her hair was cut for an, a movie called Another Happy Ending. I'm not familiar with that one. And it was ultimately shaved for Guardians of the Galaxy, like you said. Mm. Then we have some quick catches. So young Tim in the movie, because how we were talking about amazing acting, um, is also the kid from Insidious, where I think it's Insidious 2, where he plays young Josh. He's the he's the dad. Um, so he actually, oh. it, the, the actor's name is Garrett Ryan. And so he now plays in two horror movies where he senses his future older self. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then when Kaylee is posting pictures of all the mirrors victims, the last one, which I think we said is Marisol, is actually a photo of um, Katie Seagal, who is Mike Flanagan's wife. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm in charge. I can do what I want. And then yeah. this one is all thanks to Aaron. I have not found this online, um, so I completely... But I, I think it's it's too much of a coincidence to not be intentional. In that same scene, uh, Aaron caught that Kaylee, when she's talking with Tim, says, so say the police reports, which is a very awkward phrasing. And so he said that's a direct reference to the mother, actress Katie Sackoff's role on Battlestar Galactica, where she says, so say we all. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, I thought that was cool. I didn't know. I, no. I no. I think that's cool too. I didn't. Sorry. That yeah was more me agreeing. That wasn't me being like obviously. Uh, I was like yeah. No. I agree with Aaron, even if that's not like elsewhere. Oh, and then Aaron would also like to point out that it is not a radius of influence, but a sphere of influence as we live in three dimensions. Oh fuck <laughs> off, Aaron. <laughs> I'm smart, too. <laughs> I had to think about it for me. I was like, uh. <laughs> um, and then someone else caught. I hate it when people are smarter than me. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so used to it. Like, no. <laughs> and so when Tim is watching his younger self watch a cartoon on TV, the TV flickers with some static. And someone was able to catch that when you actually pause it and slow it down, there are three pictures in it. Two are close-ups of adult Kaylee, and then one is of adult Kaylee screaming. Um, and I even knew to look for that. Who does these things? Who, like, takes the time to you do You have this? to be really dedicated because that scene is way too fast. 
you you'd oh have God. to slow it down. Um, and then in terms of just some facts about the set design, most photos within the house are actually of reflections or water. Um, in particular, the upstairs hallway has a black and white photo of a lake reflecting some trees. And then another picture um, has two identical white boats. And then behind that picture is also actually um, another picture of a boat on the water. Oh, I really like that. Yeah. And then that's a great detail. They also obviously had to use some very creative camera work because when you have a film centered around a mirror, they have to make it work with the cameras and avoid unwanted reflections. But I thought they did a really great job. I, I enjoyed it. And then two more. So this one you're going to like a lot. Stephen King gave his approval. He tweeted back in 2014, I saw a screener of Oculus and loved it. Very scary. I may never eat an apple again. <laughs> okay, I love that review, knowing what we know about this movie. Um, I will say, and this hurts my <gasps> my heart to do it, Stephen King reference, like recommendations aren't always told. <gasps> I read a few books based off of his recommendations, and I was like, boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> He's easier to impress than I am. <laughs> I love that. I love it. God, I'm such an asshole. No, I love it. Okay, that, there's your episode title. He's easier to impress than I am. <laughs> um, and then my last category is um, just self-Easter eggs. So, um Mike Flanagan put them into most of his movies and TV shows. And what I'm talking about is it's the actual mirror, the Lasser glass. You can find it. Apparently I haven't seen some of these and I have seen one of them and I missed it. Um, in the following basement of Ouija origin of evil. That's where you'd see the mirror. It's also, Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. I don't think I have either. Or maybe I haven't. I didn't, I didn't recognize it. Um, I haven't seen this one. It's in the headboard in Gerald's game that he did. Oh, that's based off of a Stephen King book. Yep. And then it's also found on one of the walls in the haunting of Hill House. Oh. And I'm really embarrassed because I literally just watched this movie. Um, it's in the Overlook Hotel in Dr. Sleep, which he also directed. Okay, I haven't seen that one either. Uh, okay, well, keep your eye out for it, because I rented it, and I'm not going to rent it again just to see a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many well, other I think things. I just gave us her review of Dr. Sleep. Yeah, I mean, I took notes in case we ever do, but, like, eh, eh. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't the yeah. biggest fan of it. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's all my film facts. Okay, I liked them. Thank you. Mirrors are something that people find upsetting across all cultures. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's not even mirrors. Maybe it's just this, the idea of like reflections. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have the old Greek legend. I know you're going to be familiar with this one. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to say? Is it Narcissus? Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I'm going to sell yeah, it. So I mean, loser if I don't, <laughs> if I get it wrong. Well, I would have deleted that oh, part. thank you. <laughs> True friend. <laughs> I mean, we have Narcissus becoming obsessed with his reflection where he actually ends up drowning himself because he can't stop looking at himself, which I understand. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, what happens when you break a mirror? Seven years bad luck. Yeah. And then, of course, there's Bloody Mary. Ooh, yep. Yeah, that's done in front of a mirror. And the idea is that this um, ghost haunts mirrors across, apparently, everywhere mm -hmm. and will come and scratch up your face or scratch your eyes out Ooh. you know when she pops up and like that has to be done in front of a mirror mm -hmm. um so like mirrors are just something that 
you can find a lot on if you want to dig into like different types of hauntings. Um, We've all had that moment where we've been looking in a mirror or any kind of reflective surface late at night and seeing weird shadows. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think that's happened to everybody. I actually don't keep mirrors in my house except for the bathroom Mm -hmm. because I don't I don't like to see them out of the corner of my eye oh yeah I've definitely scared myself before yeah um I do need to get like a full body mirror (laughs) like to put behind a door but I just I just don't I love mirrors I think they're beautiful Mm -hmm. my mom though used to decorate like or she still decorates her house Mm -hmm. with a lot of different mirrors like she really likes mirrors and I but I just I don't like to see them out of the corner of my eye mm, mm. I like the one my dad got me you remember it from law school it's the one that makes you look I skinny. like that mirror because it looks makes me look yes skinny. it does it still does it still does it's a skinny <laughs> it's mirror a skinny that's a magical mirror, mirror in a good way. exactly that mirror it definitely has some magic going on but it just wants you to feel good about yes, yourself yes it's a good kind of magic <laughs> <laughs> You should post a picture of that mirror. It's hard to take pictures of mirrors, but you should post a picture of that mirror on the Instagram because that's beautiful. Okay, I will totally try to. And have you ever heard about covering your mirror when someone dies? No. If you don't cover your... A lot of cultures believe this. If you don't cover your mirror when somebody passes away, their spirit might become trapped in the reflective surface. Oh. In some ancient cultures, it was believed that when someone was murdered died in a horrible accident or died from suffering from unrequited love i don't know how that kills you maybe suicide mm. i don't know oh yeah maybe something like that, yeah. all mirrors mm-hmm. all mirrors must be covered because the spirit of the dead would hide in the mirror and wait for someone to possess <gasps> oh that's spooky yeah um so just some other legends mm-hmm. um re- around mirrors if a mirror falls in the house like falls from a wall and breaks on its own mm-hmm. It means someone in the household is going to die. Oh, God. So just keep that in mind. But here uh, We so all know constant. that vampires and witches supposedly don't show reflection because they have no souls. Uh-huh. So, I mean, just to spin off of that, apparently what you see reflected in a mirror is your soul, not yourself. Ooh. Mm-hmm. According to, like, creepy legends. Yeah. Um, and that's... That's why mirrors sometimes in horror movies or in scary stories, um, your reflection, like, won't move. Yeah. You know, things like that. And can we all agree, I don't care if it's a cliche. I don't care how many times I see it. It's still fucking troubling when somebody's looking in a mirror and they turn and their reflection doesn't turn. Mm-hmm. It, that will always scare mm-hmm. you. Scare me. Mm-hmm. Always scare mm-hmm. me. <laughs> I always, I, I'm embarrassed to admit, sometimes I have to, um, I have to pay attention because sometimes I'm like, will you turn? So, like, I just... <laughs> catch it but or anytime in a movie where like the actor or actress is looking in their in their bathroom mirror above their sink and then they duck down and then they pop back up i'm just like no 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 some spooky's gonna oh be yeah that's i mean i don't want that because that's always just a cheap jump scare that still will get I you know. Uh, but there's something about like your reflection not moving with you <sighs> that's incredibly troubling yeah uh, another legend is that if you show a baby its own reflection, it will die before its first birthday. What? So you got to keep babies away from mirrors. Obviously, that one's not true. I'm sure that everybody's shown their baby its own reflection, but that's something that people used to believe. If you look in a mirror by candlelight, you might see the spirit of a loved person who has died. And some cultures believe that mirrors serve as portals between the land of the living and the land of the dead. Ooh. I definitely could see that. Mirrors as portals. Whew. Yeah, and that's why you've heard stories about people getting stuck inside mirrors. They're not stories, but, like, yeah. there are scary, like, 
movies and legends where people get stuck inside mirrors. Yeah. Ooh. Um, and I just have a little fun story <gasps> to kind of finish off. Great. The real world. So I'm not section. gonna sleep again tonight. Awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is a fun oh, okay. story. It really is a fun story. In 2013, two flatmates in London, Joseph Birch, and he, he was 20 years old at the time, and Sotiris Shara Lambos, I'm butchering that name, was who was 43, sold an antique mirror on eBay because they were convinced it was haunted. They fished the mirror out of a rubbish heap and brought it to their apartment. Soon after, they both began ex- to experience intense, sharp, stabbing pains. <gasps> They experienced these pains at the same time. They also woke up completely drained of energy. I call that being 30. (laughs) And screaming in the early morning hours with horrible feelings of impending doom. Again, I call that being 30. (laughs) They also claim that they spotted flickering shadows reflected in the mirror, which is part of why they blamed it for these occurrences is that they brought it in and immediately after these things started happening, but then they also saw these shadows. One of the flatmates woke with deep, scratches all over his body kind of like cat scratches but he doesn't know how he got them he provided photos of the scratches on the ebay ad Uh in addition to physical harm they claim they both suffered a streak of bad luck including financial problems the sellers wrote on their ad that they would ideally like the mirror to go to somebody who has experience with the paranormal slash supernatural and knows what they are getting themselves in for The mirror sold on eBay for 100 pounds, which is about 150 American. Nobody knows what happened to it after (gasps) that. Well, we know. Julie bought it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just told you I don't keep mirrors in the house. No, it's the one hanging in your bathroom. (laughs) Ooh, that's good. And I like that it was not that long ago. I mean, I guess it was seven years ago. Fuck. But I mean, it was the same year that this movie came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which makes me wonder if the two things are related, but it's still a fun story. I like it. I like fun stories like that. (laughs) Okay. You ready to play a game? I'm always ready to play games. Okay. So I have two would you rathers. First one, would you rather be Tim or Kaylee? Kaylee. She was way more in control of the situation. Yes. I was also thinking about, like, Kaylee dies, Tim goes to jail. <laughs> oh. Um, but, oh, that's a good point. But, 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 but with that, yes, I think I would still pick Kaylee because I don't want to live with that. I don't want to live with the, like, was I crazy? Was it real? Like, that just sounds like its own torture. So. Oh, that's true because now he's going to go back and be told that what he thinks happened didn't happen. Right. And then he's going to have to live with his sister's dad. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I had a moment where I'm like, oh, so my options are death or jail. <laughs> but, no, I still I still choose Kaylee. <laughs> Plus, I really want that hair. <laughs> Even though it's for a short time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if I could shapeshift and be Jill- Karen Jillian, oh. I would be totally good with that. Or Gillian. Right? Just, I would oh. be good with that. Oh, be amazing. <laughs> okay. And then my next would you rather is, well, like, maybe it's not necessarily would you rather. But you have to pick your mirror death. Out of the four. And I looked him up. Oh, I, no. <laughs> you have to. It's the rules. You have to. There, there's a low-hanging fruit in a twisted way. Um, burn to death, as one of the victims did. Dehi- die of dehydration in a bathtub. Smash your bones with a hammer. Chew through a Ooh. live power line. 
Ugh. I know. Okay, I was about I was about to immediately before you started listing off my options, I was being like, oh, I want to be shot like Kaylee's. I didn't give you that one. <laughs> no, you didn't give me that nope, one. I um, took it out. Okay. Definitely not going to choose break my bones with a yep, hammer. No. That one's a note from me, dog. Yep. <laughs> um what was the first one? Oh, burn to death? No, 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 not Fuck doing that. No. Um and I don't want to dehydrate either because have you ever been just like even remotely thirsty? It's so unpleasant. <laughs> I think I'm going to choose Chew Through a Live Wire. Fuck, you are a badass. Whew. It seems the fastest. It does. You're, you're... The rule is always pick the fastest. <laughs> I'm going to dehydrate in a bathtub. I I can't. I can't pick the other. I just can't. I can't pick the other ones. I mean, the nice thing about dehydrating in a bathtub is you're obviously in some kind of fugue state. You got to be, right? To not drink the water. So maybe you won't even know what's going maybe. on. Let's hope. Let's hope not. <laughs> Oh, that was a wicked question. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Yeah, because then, oh, that was then there were ones that were just like shot, and it was like, okay, I can't. That's too easy. Too easy. Yeah. Um, I feel like I should ask you a would you rather about like the uh, dealing with this haunted mirror or dealing with any of the other ghosts we've already talked about, ooh. like The Shining, Amityville Horror, The Forest. <sighs> but I think the answer is obvious that this mirror is the worst. It is. I, I do think you're right. Um. I mean, it's just, it's power is so, it's so captivating as an audience member in the, in, to watch in the movie. But if I was a person in it, I just, you just can't win. You can't, you can't win. win. You can't outsmart the mirror because Kaylee got so close to outsmarting oh, the mirror so and close. still failed. Yeah. And the way, and it's very clear, like I was saying earlier, it's very clear in this movie what this mirror is going to do to you. There's no like, oh, what might happen? We don't know. No, we know what this mirror is capable of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whew. Whew. Um, okay. And then one of my questions is, what would you do? And I'm curious. We're ignoring the inner splicing that happened with the young children because, like you said, it, it got a little confusing. So if you – what would you do if you had run outside the house – and just as Kaylee and Tim do. Oh, man. And you I know saw I don't yourself know. <laughs> inside the office. Would you oh. stay outside like Tim wants to do? Or would you go back inside like Kaylee wants to do? Because Tim believes the office is the illusion and Kaylee believes the outside is the illusion. Oh, my God. This is such a hard question. I actually debated this as I was watching the movie. I'm like, what the I fuck? Know, me too. <laughs> me too. Like, what? Oh, because like, there's a part of me that's like, no, just get in the car and drive. Like, can it can it make you hallucinate that you're driving down the street and like going to your actual house? Like, can is is the mirror that powerful? Right. I don't know. I think, I think I would stay outside. Me too. Me too. Yep. Yeah. I I think I would just be. I think I would just. And I think I would actually try to leave the house. Yeah altogether yeah because i i really think that there's a point in this movie and my point i think i already mentioned was when they move the cameras mm -hmm. and we're like um i don't remember moving the cameras i'm like you're not gonna be able to prove that this thing is yeah is doing what it's doing anyway i'm like there's a there's a point in this movie where i would just set up that anchor mm -hmm. and i would just fucking leave yep yep because you're not gonna flip fate the bird <laughs> exactly <laughs> Oh, oh, those were good. This was such oh. a good... I just... Oh, I love this movie so much. Okay. So, what have you picked for our next episode? So, I picked Midsummer. Um, I haven't seen this. <laughs> and I'm going to be... I know. And I'm going to be real honest with you guys. I watched this movie 
And my my reaction, I watched it months ago, but my reaction, I was just like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? <laughs> so I don't even like, I don't even particularly know if I like this movie, but I need to talk about it. <laughs> That's totally fair. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> um, so for those of you who have an Amazon Prime account, this movie is available for free on Amazon Perfect. Prime. Perfect. Just throwing that out there. Like, this is not a hard-to-find movie. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was fairly recent, so I'm kind of glad we're doing one that, that, I think it came out, like, last year? I want to say, like, 2018 okay. or maybe even early 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I'm excited yeah. to watch it. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard things. <laughs> I have heard things. Yeah. Um. Heads up. There is a bone breaking moment, but you'll know it's okay, coming. Thank you. And I will look away and I'm going to make Aaron watch this with me because misery loves company. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I would like, I, I'm actually genuinely curious to hear Aaron's thoughts on this okay. movie too. Okay, cool. I like it. Um. Okay. So thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at law and horror podcast, Twitter at law and horror pod. Check out our Facebook page, law and horror we have a website, lawandhorror.com. You can also send us an email at lawandhorror at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail, 909-666-0159. And never drop your weapon. And don't forget to double tap. Mwah. Mwah. Musical fade out. <laughs>